When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, I'm Megan. And I'm Sierra. Welcome back to According To. In this week's episode, we are going to be talking about what our lives could look like in one year. So we actually have done zero preparation for this podcast because we're recording this on Tuesday before it goes up because we've had a busy weekend. We wanted to wait to record this because part of my, I guess let's just jump into weekly weekly spotlight slash also catching up. Yeah. So... My weekly spotlight is that we officially have released our according to merch. I am I wearing swear my sweatshirt you just said right released. Now. I swear that's what you just said. <laughs> I don't think I did, but if I did, I mean release. So <laughs> I'm wearing it. We released two sweatshirt colors, so it's all the same logo, everything. Like there's only one design out at the moment. That's all we have planned for right now. Not saying more can be added in the future or more like items if we feel like that's necessary. So we have a very great, amazing, incredible design that is like a Coke bottle inspired image that says according to has our names on it and it says podcast. And it's just like a really fun design that I feel like captures our podcast well. And it's also just like a wearable mm-hmm, That's what I was going to say. So, basically, like, when you're wearing it, you don't have to feel like you have to explain it, I feel like, which, to me, a lot of merch, you're, like, you have to explain it because like, no what? one else gets it, or, like, it's an, and it's, it's an inside joke or something. This is just a cute little Coke bottle design, and if someone did ask what, according to Uma, then you could talk to them about our podcast and bring in another viewer. Um, but, yeah, we have two sweatshirt colors, so it's in white and red. I really like the red just know, for something different. And then we also also have two shirts in white and then this sort of, like, cream tan color. Um, I like both of those colors. At first I thought I liked the cream better, but I also really like the white. You can tie it up. You can wear it normal. You can crop it. You can do whatever you want. And we also have a sticker. I'm not sure if it's the type of sticker that is machine, like, you can put in your dishwasher. Like, if you Um, put on a water bottle or something. I think those have to be a certain type of sticker, and I'm not... Sure, off the top Maybe of my head. Maybe it would say on the website. Uh, but you could definitely put it on, like, a phone case or on your laptop case, uh, something like that. If you want to see what our merch looks like and if you want to go support our podcast and go check it out, then we will have that. It's linked in the bio on our Instagram, which is just at according to. We've posted some pictures there. I think that when this podcast episode goes live, we're going to post a few more pictures so you can get a better idea of what they look like. We're really proud of them and we just love how it all turned out. So just keep in mind that this podcast is something that, you know, we currently don't have ads in right now. So if you are looking for a way to support us, then we would really, really appreciate it. Also, just one more thing to add is that this merch is on Teespring and so there's no sort of limit to the amount of things that you can buy there. There's no like time limit. So it should be up for however long we want to keep it up, which I don't see being a problem. Also, the t-shirt material is, like, a good t-shirt material. It's, like, very easy to tie up if you want to do that. It's not, like, a super thick, stiff t-shirt. So just kind of to give you an idea of how that fits. 
Um, last thing I wanted to say is that price-wise, I feel like we priced everything very fairly and like not at a super like high competitive well, I guess, no, it is a competitive price because that means it's good. Um, I just feel like that we tried to make these as affordable as possible. So hopefully everyone agrees with that. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, you'll buy it. But again, keep in mind, like, you're also supporting us. And in return, you get yeah. a fun little garment or sticker. So that's been really fun. We've also been working on doing merch with TC2. So that should hopefully be coming out soon if you watch that channel also. Uh, so it's been a lot of good yeah. merch stuff. So that's fun. been fun because we've been wanting to, we wanted to do what we kind of like have just been working on now as far as merch, but like over this long period of time. And I feel like now is finally the time where we were like, okay, like this is the best way for us to do it. And actually going and hiring a graphic designer and finally having these ideas like come to us because like you can go and ask for a graphic designer's help, but like if you don't have an idea, then it's hard for you to feel good about any of the designs you get back from mm-hmm. your designer. So TC2 is especially hard for us to try and figure out what design felt like it would fit so well. so cute now. But Can't we really, that. really like it. We really think that our viewers will like it as well. And yeah, hopefully that will be coming out soon as well. And it's just really exciting to kind of just like, that's like a creative outlet for me and Sierra, like being able to focus on other small projects like that. So We've had a good time doing it, and um, I've never been so excited about merch in my life. Yeah. Um, my weekly spotlight, and I'm going to say this, but then before we, like, jump into it, I kind of want to backtrack a little bit, but uh, we had the Iowa State game over the weekend, <sighs> and the Hawkeyes won. Uh, before we jump, in t- jump into that, I want to talk about sort of what led up to the weekend. So on Wednesday, I left Iowa City and drove to Des Moines because uh, I had an interview at Creighton for PT school on Friday, and so my mom was so kind, and she was like, hey, I'll go with you to Omaha's. jump in quick? Yeah. Um, I don't know how many of you guys watch our vlogs on Megan and Sierra, but last week we, or sometime recently, we vlogged where Sierra had, like, vlogged a week where she had a PT school interview, and someone, like, asked, like, well, why did Sierra have an interview? Why didn't Megan have an interview? Blah, blah, blah. So I just feel like on here and probably also in vlogs would be a good time to address how PT school applications work and stuff like that. Also, so I'll do the this, reason like, why yours is slightly yeah. more delayed. I'll do that, like, quickly, and then maybe I'll branch off to that, like, once we end of the podcast. But um, I luckily did have the same interview that Sierra did that was in that vlog. So it was just a week after Sierra's because Sierra had to – already had one scheduled for the, they did, the day that they asked her to go first, which was when I was going, and they're like, can you go sooner? And she was like, okay, yeah. And so I already did, like, we've already done an interview at that particular school. Um, Sierra also just had another one at Creighton. And then I am also, I also have an interview scheduled. It's just not for, like, another month. So just things like that happen at different times for whatever reason. I just went when I was asked to go or when I was able to sign up. And I just think it's a reminder to our viewers that, like, this is a very, like, it's a selective process. You and are literally applying process. to the schools. And again, like, yeah, that's the perfect way to describe it. Like, yes, we're twins, but at the same time, I they have no <laughs> say over where Sierra goes or where, like, I go or, like, schools letting her interview versus not letting me interview. Again, like, it's still really early on in the process, but just, like, even as we draw closer or after interviews getting acceptances or rejections, it's going to be, like, not the same results for absolutely every school for either of us. So we are obviously aware of that, and we are going to kind of take that as it comes, I guess, but just know that, like, 
it's not like in my opinion I think sometimes people hear like oh applying to PT school and it's kind of just like uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, you just kind of, like, like go sure through thing. the procedure of kinda doing like, it. When you get your master's, I feel like, yeah. okay, you'll get into Like, the you school. just kind of, like, go through the motions of, like, the application process, and that's not how it is for PT school. You have to have a competitive application. You have to have really good grades. You have to have good interview skills, which is probably, in my opinion, like, the hardest part. I feel like I look good on paper, but then making sure I <laughs> present myself well. Not that it's I not did like you that. It's just, look. like, my first interview was, like, a learning experience to know what I want to work on for my next interviews and also just um, knowing that I'm, like, a little nervous because I've never done an interview before, so I feel like going into future ones I'll be more prepared and I just have, like, a better idea of things I want to do to mm-hmm. prepare. Um, and then, yeah, but it's definitely not a for-sure thing and it's not just, like, oh, we're applying to, like, these five different schools, but, like, you for sure know you're going to Iowa just because, like, you're going to get in and go to Iowa. Like, like I, we don't have any preference because we did undergrad at Iowa the only sort of preference that we have is that we are in-state residents. You're That's talking it. about the programs having preference. Yeah. We do have a preference. Well, like, not for being an undergrad at Iowa. That's not how I would word that. That's what I just said. They don't have a preference. That's what I said. You're saying I don't have a preference for going to school at Iowa. Okay, well, anyway, and meaning is that I don't have preference over other applicants to go to Iowa. I still feel like that's not the right word. Yes, it is. Anyway, you can go back to your spotlight. Okay. You're talking about going to Creighton. Well, that wasn't my spotlight, but okay. I know, but you were backtracking. <laughs> so, the reason I was originally planning on going to Des Moines on Thursday, but then I saw it was supposed to thunderstorm all day, and so I didn't want to drive from Iowa City to Des Moines, which ended up not raining at all, so it didn't matter. But I drove back on Wednesday and then waited all day because my mom went to work on Thursday. And then Thursday after she got home from work, we drove to Omaha, or she drove to Omaha. Um, And then we spent the night there. We actually got there around uh, 6.30, I think. And I thought that our hotel was not that far from where the Creighton campus was, or at least like where the building was. And it ended up being a half-hour walk, which I know isn't that bad. But I was kind of expecting it to be like 15 minutes or something and it was like uphill all the way there and just kind of like not fun i was kind of like we should have uh probably drove here so saw the building and then it literally as soon as we saw the building we're like okay let's go back um but it was also kind of nice because i got to be able to see sort of the surrounding environment and like different restaurants and stuff around creighton or in like the omaha area so it made me feel like a little more like I got to know the place, mm-hmm. and so that was nice. Uh, Omaha looks pretty good, I guess. Um, <laughs> it's I feel no like, Des Moines, but <laughs> I'm kidding. I mean, it's like a bigger city than Des Moines is, yeah. but uh, I thought they had a really cool like restaurant downtown kind of area. That's important or to see vibe yeah. or something. I don't know, but I just like no, being good able when to you can feel go like, out to eat or something. Yeah, it's good when you kind of feel just like the surrounding area is like a place you want to be at because. Obviously, while you're going to be yeah. potentially going places for school, like, hopefully there's other stuff to do or look forward yeah. to or just... And then while I was interviewing, my mom went to the Omaha Zoo and got her nails done. So... Who had who a better day? Who had a better day? <laughs> Probably my mom. Uh, but the interview went well. It was a really long day. It started at 7.30 and then went until... 2.30, so I think that's probably the longest interview day that I will have. I would assume uh, so. I would hope so. Yeah, I hope so. But I guess that will be, you know, pending my other interview offers. Other than that, that and wasn't then we came your back spotlight. Yeah, we came back Friday, 
And then the game was Saturday. So if you guys don't live in Iowa, aren't near Iowa, you guys probably are like, well, first of all, you're probably like, what the heck is Iowa State University and University of Iowa? I hope not. Hopefully you know that those two schools exist. But this in-state rivalry, probably like many in-state rivalries, is very, it's a very, very big deal. And it's pretty much like one of the biggest the days of the year. Biggest days of the year in the state of Iowa. Like the entire state migrates to wherever the game is at. So either Iowa City or Ames. I think I heard someone say that like literally 150,000 people like were in Ames that day. Yeah. Maybe more, maybe less. I don't know. That's just what I heard from somewhere. <laughs> um, but like the stadium only holds, I mean, I would think that's like a reasonable number, probably at least, because if the stadium holds probably at least 60, 70,000 people then I'm guessing most people don't even go to the game. Yeah. So seems like a pretty reasonable number to me, but it was a big deal. So uh, we got up at 6 a.m. to get ready. The game was at 3 o'clock. Got up it at was 6 supposed to be at 3 o'clock. It started at 3 o'clock, actually, Megan. So um, got up. We had to get to our grandparents' house by 7 because then we were driving. It was me, Megan, Haley, our mom, and then our grandparents Grandparents. Grandparents. <laughs> <laughs> We're all driving to Ames, which Ames is about 45 minutes outside of, like, where we, like, Urbandale is where we were. And so, got to Ames around just before 8, probably. Mm-hmm. Our uncle, which is Maggie's dad, huge Iowa State fan. He's an alumni. He graduated from there and goes to pretty much every home game. He's so, guess what time he got there? Yes, he got there. Well, Friday. <laughs> noon on Friday. The game was Saturday at 3. So he has a tailgating spot, an RV that he uses, and then he goes all out. He has, like, this trailer with a TV on the back where he I mean, there's a up. lot of people there that do go all out. So. Yeah. But it's nice to know someone that goes all out, so then I have somewhere to go mm-hmm. when I go to the Iowa State game in Ames. So <clears throat> lots of food there. And then, honestly, we're pretty much just, like, we're chilling at the tailgate until... Well, then, here's the annoying thing, and this plays into how the rest of the day went. It was supposed to be, like, 81 and, like, sunny. pretty sunny all day. And during, like, I think around 10 o'clock or something, like, or 11, it started raining a little bit. And I was like, okay, well, that's a little weird. And then I checked my phone. It was, like, saying it was going to clear up again. And so I was just like, okay, it'll pass. And then it just kind of kept raining on and off. It was certainly cloudy, like, all day. It was not sunny. And then... And we even brought sunscreen. Yeah. Because the game before at Iowa... We freaking burned half our face off. Yeah, and so I was ready this time. Okay, I learned from the Iowa game, I was wearing leggings, and I didn't wear sunscreen. Big mistake. It was hot, I was dying, and I, like, burned my face. So this time, when I was told it was going to be pretty sunny and 80 degrees, I decided to wear shorts and a t-shirt and put sunscreen on. Sunscreen doesn't really matter, but it was raining You should always whole day. It rained the whole day. We'll get into, like, more specific details in a second. But point is, I was cold, at least, like, at the beginning. And I wish I would have worn pants or something. But the weather did me wrong again, so. Okay, so our uncle and our grandparents, they buy all together eight tickets. But four are kind of in, like, the end zone by the clubhouse. And four are kind of on the 45-yard line or something. Yeah, so they're completely, like, separate, like, four and four tickets. Mm-hmm. So our original thought was that me, Megan, Haley, and our mom... Would all sit on the 45-yard line ones, and then, like, whoever else was getting tickets was sitting in the end zone. And so, about an hour or something before we left to head to the game, 
We figured out that that's not how we were sitting. There was some, not miscommunication, but changes in communication. And And (laughs) we ended up having to split because two people wanted to sit at the 45-yard line and then two people wanted to sit at the end zone. Obviously, we don't buy these tickets. So so we were pretty flexible. Yeah. We're just going to do whatever. So we had to decide who was sitting with who. Megan ended up sitting with our mom and then I sat with Haley at the end zone. Sierra thinks this was a mistake. I will get there. Well, it didn't end up... It was fine. We'll get there. Uh, it was a journey of a day. <laughs> so, uh, game starts at 3. Everything's fine. Uh, I was with our uncle, our uncle's friend, Haley, and then there's me. And everyone else besides me is of, of age to drink. And boy, were they taking advantage of it. Um, I got a text because I was sitting, obviously, separate. I got a text... Our phones also, like, were not working no anywhere in Ames, like, at all. So we were sending texts back and forth. And so I got a text from Sierra, and it was like, I don't even remember exactly what you said, but you were just like, I'm not having fun. And so yeah. then I could, like, I figured you weren't kidding because, like, why would you have texted me that? I couldn't tell. But I couldn't tell if it was, like, because we weren't playing that great. So well, here's the thing, but I was under the impression it was because you were That was during upset. the delay. So before we get to that, uh, it had started raining, and, like, the lightning delay means that if there's lightning within or within eight, eight miles. miles of the stadium you have to take a half hour break and that was like in the middle of first quarter yeah we ended up having two delays the second one was way longer the second one was like over two but then hours after that it was totally fine so we like, the weather cleared up dramatically well the game didn't get done until 9 30 so that tells yeah. you how long the game took from three to 9 30 it was like a six and a half hour game <laughs> yeah. just we'll leave it at that but there was a lot of pouring the students rushed or the student section rushed the field at one point during the delay and like kids were sliding down a wet grass area. I don't know. It was a weird day. So, uh, when we were inside, that's when I was texting Megan being like, I'm annoyed. <laughs> and I think it was a combination. Like, I literally at one point started crying. <laughs> and like, I, because I have no idea why I started crying. Like, I'm not one of those people that will just like cry for no reason. That usually doesn't happen to me. <laughs> but I was just feeling emotional. I think part of it was me being annoyed. Part of it was because the Hawkeyes were not playing very well. And then, like, I just have no idea. And so we were sitting back outside at this point. And at one point, Haley asked me, uh, she's like, how annoying on a scale of 1 to 10 am I being? I was so mad and annoyed. I was like, 10. And then I walked out from the clubhouse into, like, the stadium again and sat down. I started crying. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And then Haley, like, I was trying not I like to I like how you didn't dramatic. even tell me that until, like, Haley said you, like, started crying. I thought that would be a detail to keep to myself. <laughs> so but, I was like, no one needs to well, know. I didn't want to seem dramatic, but here we are, and I'm staying in the podcast. But at first I was, like, trying to just kind of, like, use my, like, sleeve to, you know, wipe my <sighs> eyes. I was kind of turning away from her. But then, like, when she asked me, that's when I, like, really started crying. And she's like, why are you crying? And I was like, I honestly have no idea. Like, I could not tell you why I'm so upset right now. Or at least, like, I could tell you why I'm upset, but, like, I should not be crying right now. You're like, now. I'm upset, but, like, I don't even know why yeah. I'm crying. Like, this is too strong then, of a reaction. Yeah, like, she was just like, it's fine. You don't have to know why. She was probably and, drunk and just, like, yeah. saying stuff that, like, yeah. didn't even make sense. And so, long story short, things ended up, you know leveling out Haley and I got along much better after a while and, and then the Hawks came back yeah from the second rain delay and they finished her off and we, we won. didn't win until the very end we like we didn't took the lead again fourth we, quarter we took the lead like to actually win it um with five minutes left in the game yeah so 
other than that, it was pretty much Iowa State's game. Iowa State definitely played much better. I honestly don't know. Well, I know how you win. We won because Iowa State messed up the <laughs> return. If you guys haven't seen that video, like, go check ESPN or, or I don't know. Barstool, where did I see it? They Iowa. They did post it. You oh. liked it. And I liked it, too. Or, like, go look at my favorites on my Twitter. I favorited, like, multiple <laughs> tweets about it. Um, so, on the last, it wasn't the last play of the game, technically, but it was like score was eighteen to score 17. was eighteen seventeen. I was leading like a minute if and a half left. We would have just gotten a first down, then we could have like won it on our own. But then we wouldn't have this beautiful, funny play to look at. So I guess it's you know evens out. Um, so we obviously didn't get the first down, and so the clock had like a minute and a half left. We had it to punt it, and so we did. And then the Iowa State player called like a fair catch, so he, no one should have had any issues. Like everyone should just stop. If you don't know football, just bear with us. Fair catch essentially <laughs> means that. They're not going to run, and you don't need to tackle them. Yeah, because that's just going to start where they stopped. Okay. And so I could not tell you. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) I could not tell you what happened in this video, but the Iowa State player runs right into the other Iowa State player that's trying to catch the ball. Like, targeting, if you could call targeting on your own team, that's what it was. (laughs) And then... Obviously, like, if you don't know football, bear with me again on the rules, but if they touch the ball, it becomes live ball, anyone can grab it, fair game. That happened, and the ball hit That happened end. last year at Iowa, and it didn't go in our favor, but it was good this time. So, they touched the ball, which means that Iowa could now grab the ball. We did, and then, then we had the ball again, and, like, the time was on our side because then we could just, you know, run the clock out. So, we did end up winning. Um, it was fabulous because feeling. I was sitting on, like, the 45-yard line. Well, what's funny is that... Our mom is an Iowa State fan, so, like, the entire game, Megan is cheering when our mom is, like, so Like, we upset. were never happy at the same <laughs> and time. And our mom was upset when Megan was cheering. But it was really cool because, like I said, my mom and I were sitting on, like, the 45-yard line. And so we were actually on the visitor's side, so we were sitting right behind the Hawkeyes. I was able to, like, be right by my team. I was watching them. Like, for most of the game, because we weren't playing great, they weren't acting like we were going to, like, lose, but they were definitely not super hyped up. They were kind of, like bummed out a little bit like you could tell but then there'd be like players that kind of lead the team that were like hyping them back up again being like no we're gonna be able to do it like come on guys like (laughs) fist bump we got this and first of all like I just think it's really cool to see that because I'm such a football fan so I'm like yes go Hawkeyes like you can do it it's okay we will pull ahead and then finally like Having we had a couple good plays at the end, like we had a touchdown Throughout late the in the fourth game, quarter. We did not have a lot of good plays, but we had a touchdown fourth quarter, so that hyped them up a little bit and being able to like turn the ball over when we did. So we had like we were getting hyped up a little bit at the end, and then when that last play happened and we got the ball back, seeing all of their reactions, like knowing that they had won the <laughs> game, and like this is an in-state rivalry, like this game and it was at Iowa means State. so much to the team. And especially because, like, this was our fifth year in a row winning, and so, like, wanting to keep that streak, no big deal or anything. <laughs> I don't play on the football team, so I contribute literally nothing to this. But I was there supporting my team. I was cheering as much as I could. Um, oh, my gosh. You haven't even talked about my little dilemma at the end. Okay. So we were sitting in, like, the clubhouse section, which that's where I sat two years ago when we came to Iowa State to watch the game. And had a similar experience, both a different group of people. And so I knew that there's probably going to be Iowa State fans, like, getting mad at us for being in the clubhouse section. Because the reason that's different than being in a different section is because those are usually, like, season ticket holders that pay a lot of money for those tickets. And so, like, my grandparents are the ones that buy those they're seats. they're Iowa State fans. And so 
they were so kind as to let mm-hmm. me and Haley take those seats, and then they were, like, just watching at the tailgate. And so, you know, obviously, like, they knew that we didn't have season tickets, you know, season tickets for that seating area. Uh, but there's a lot of hot guys there anyways, so, you know, whatever. But I just feel like that is important because I feel like it contributes to, like, their sense of superiority. Sup- yeah, superiority of, like, being in that section, you know, that's, like, Like, you don't place. belong in their section. Yeah. So, Haley and I, like, any sports fan would we were cheering as loud as we could for whenever the Hawkeyes were on defense yes <laughs> I had to think about that for a second obviously you know when the other team is going you want to be as loud as possible so that way they have trouble hearing and being that it was an Iowa State home game there were not enough Hawkeye fans to severely outnumber the amount of yelling that Iowa State was able to do when like the Hawkeyes were on offense so, I was trying my very hardest to be as loud as possible, and, like, what's weird is that normally when you're, you know, at a home game, so, like, at Kinnick, you just be like, oh, like, you just make random noises, yeah. you know, during third down or whatever. Like, you literally just you want. scream and everyone's but screaming, so it doesn't in matter. in this situation, when it was just me and Haley that were, like, the Hawkeye fans that were cheering, it felt awkward to just, like, say, oh, like yeah. that. So, I'd be like, let's go, Hawks, and kind of, like, hold my voice out and have, like, similar effect. And I was doing, I wasn't talking to anyone. Like, I'm not the person that will, like, you know, badmouth the other team. I do not trash talk. I don't talk to anyone. Just because, like, you know, if you know I'm an introvert, like, that's not my, like, that's my least favorite I'm thing. I'm just here to support my team. Exactly. Haley, on the, other, on the other hand, a little bit more confrontational, but not in a way that's, like, you know, the Iowa State fans were doing the same thing. Yeah, I feel like she does it more in a way where it's, like, they start it, she'll banter back. And it is mostly in, like, good competitive fun it's mostly fun the people behind us this year it was like good back and forth banter being like you know if we were up Haley would turn around and be like oh like look who's up and if they were up then like they'd be like look who's <laughs> up now you know which was then most of the game <laughs> but uh Haley also like her voice when she starts yelling her voice goes out Haley's out here like listening to this and you don't mean to but whatever uh her voice will go out and so like when she's yelling as loud as she can like it doesn't sound great but sounds probably not great but it's, you know, her trying to be loud mm-hmm. and giving up her voice for the Hawkeyes. I, you know, will respect that. Uh, but a lot of people were turning around to look at her kind of like, what is that noise? <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> they were getting very annoyed with her. And so there was a group of uh, teenage boys. I think they were probably, you know, 13 or something. And, like, they were yelling at us, which was kind of annoying. And then the people in front of us to the left, they were older. And they kept, like, turning around to the boys that they didn't know, being like, yeah, I yell at them because they're being really loud and obnoxious or whatever. I wasn't saying anything. I keep in mind, I did not say anything to anyone the entire game. I was just yelling at the field. And, you know, every Iowa State fan, they were yelling at the field also, you know, when they wanted to. Although, like, I'll say, in that section, they don't yell that much because they're just like, whatever, you know? So <laughs> They're not dedicated. That's exactly. why. That's like, why your team hate- lost. Yeah, exactly. Um, but... Uh, and, like, keep in mind, like, there's a chance that they'll do where it's, like, they'll do, like, oh, Cyclone Power, Cyclone Power. They'll do this, like, other ISU chants. And not, no one in the section was doing them. And Haley and I would be, like, oh, Hawkeye Power, or, like, just make them Hawkeye versions of, like, what they were. And it wasn't until we started doing that that then the people around us would be, like, hey, Cyclone Power, Cyclone, like, go Cyclones, ISU Power. <laughs> so I was just, like, you guys are just trying to, like... Like, I'm Show here having your genuine spirit after, in my team, yeah. and you're just here trying to copy me. So then, all this to say, like, at the end of the game, when they lost the two, or there's three people, I think, in front of us, they're, like, walking out, and they walked in front of us, stopped, turned towards us, 
and said something along the lines. The girl was like, you know, I'm not a sore loser, but you two were so obnoxious and rude this entire game, and I am just glad that you're not my daughters. And I was like, man. Here was the open I didn't say man. Face. I was like, I literally told her, which if you know me, like, I would normally have not said anything. I was like, I did not talk to anyone this entire game. I was yelling, you know, for my team. I didn't talk to anyone. And Haley was talking to some other guy that had stopped mm-hmm. in front of us. I don't remember what she said. Probably something a little meaner than I did. But did she respond? I don't remember what she said, but we were both. She's probably just like, hmm. and yeah. then walked away. Oh, you're talking about the lady. She, yeah. I think she was just like, well, it was incredibly rude or something like that. Like, and you're just like, no, it wasn't. No, I just actually. said it why it wasn't. I just told you why I wasn't being rude. Like, I'm just, I'm sorry, but when someone says, like, that I'm being rude when I know Especially for when a fact it's a sporting that I wasn't, event, when that was know, totally acceptable behavior. They were both behavior. complaining how loud we'd been. And it's like, this is a football game. That's the point. You're supposed to be loud. You're only, like, she's only saying that because you're the rival team. Mm-hmm. Probably also because you we won. We talked about this earlier. We also said if we'd been two boys, I just think people would be like, oh, whatever. Like, they're just boys yelling, yeah. you know? But when it's two... No, like, let the wo- like the woman comes up and, like, disempowers the other girls that are just trying to cheer on their own team because but, like, they I also just don't think that there's two boys, you know, maybe, like, prove me wrong or whatever. If it was two boys, I don't think she would have stopped in front of them because she would have been like... Oh, they're, they're just, boys. They're boys. They know what they're talking about. So I just didn't appreciate the fact that she felt the need to belittle me when I'm literally 20 years old and I have the right to do whatever I want Yeah. in that context. So, and I know there's other things to consider as far as, like, it being, like, probably, like, the section it's in, I think, has the most to do with, like... Oh, I think like, so, for sure. It went, well, it wasn't an issue in, like, my section or anything. I was, like, after the game was over, like, there were enough Hawkeye fans around me where, like, and they had, like, moved to the front like, closest to the Hawkeye team, oh, yeah. and, like, getting high five by Aww. the football players, and, like, people were chanting and whatnot, and so that was good, and I was just, like, kind of, like, woo, like, doing that and whatnot, and, like, Mom was just kind of, like, ready to go. <laughs> She's like, okay, we can leave. <laughs> okay, so time to go now. Uh, but, yeah, I've definitely decided, just, like, the past two years I've gone to the Iowa State game that had been at Iowa State, you know, obviously good that we've won those and times. And it's great that we've, like, had yeah. tickets available for but us to use. If I go in two years when it's at Iowa State, I am 100% buy my own ticket yeah. to sit in the Hawkeye section. Because there is a section that has where a majority of the Hawkeye fans are all sitting in one like, spot. Because, like, I just kept looking up at them being like, I, I want to be there. Because if be you did hear you any, like, loud noises when we were on defense, it was from that section, and all you could do is kind of, like, do your best to contribute to whatever they had going on, uh, which worked out okay. There were some, like, times when we were actually kind of loud and whatnot, mostly at the end when I was like, we can do this, guys. Kelly like, and I got win. so loud at the end, though, because, like, that was when I was really feeling it. Like, in mm-hmm. the beginning, I was not being that loud. So yeah. I was kind of like, I don't know about this. Um, but yeah, that is honestly a half-hour-long recap of oh, wow. our Iowa State game. Um, kind of works out because we, like I said, don't have much planned for what we're talking about for this episode. But I don't know. Any other spotlights that have happened recently? Or is that... I think that's kind of... Oh, I guess today we had an exam, that our first exam of the semester, and that yeah. went well. So that was just for our online abnormal psych class. Which isn't like an incredibly difficult class, so... Yeah, but, but we did good. well, and so that's out of the way. We've got another exam on Friday, so the day after you're listening to this. Wish us luck. I'm sure I'll be prepared because I just, like, I usually am. Like, I'll get myself prepared for an exam. Somehow we'll do it, but definitely have a lot of work to do. Mm-hmm. That's what we're doing after this podcast. Yeah. So, um, but for now, let's talk about where we see ourselves in one year from now. Because, obviously, we'll be graduated from undergrad, and I feel like in, you know, years past, it's been easy to be like, oh, a year from now I'll be, you know, you here, you here, here. Even like going from high school to, you know, freshman in college, I was like, 
oh, like, I'll be in Iowa City. Haley will be there. Megan will be there. Yeah. You know, I'm going to be living at There's this so residence There's so much, hall. like, unknown right now that we, like, can't answer, and all we can do is, like, speculate. Mm-hmm. So, obviously, I think the biggest thing for where we'll be in one year is where are we going to live, and that's dependent on which school we go to. That also has a lot to, like, it's just going to be weird. Like, there's so much that could be different just depending on, like, will we be going to the same school or not? Because, yeah. like, no matter what school we go to, I don't know. I guess what I'm saying is, like, let's say theoretically, like, we were together and, like, just then the only question would be, like, what school do we end up yeah. at? Like, imagine if we both, like, ended up at St. Ambrose versus, like, one of us ends up at Iowa and one of us ends up at DMU. Like, yeah. it'll be like there's so many different things. things. Variations and then... I don't know, like, and this is stuff I've thought about, but, like, all I can do is kind of, like, sit back and wait, wait. at the moment. I don't yeah. have any extra solution to, like, how I go, how to go or about solving this problem. something I've wondered, maybe you've thought about this, too, is, like, what if, and I know we've said, like, we'll just go where we want to go. But what if we both get into, like, the same, what we'd consider a lesser school, but, like, we both also got into, like, you know, two of, like, our top schools, but it wasn't, like, we both got into the same one. Yeah. Would that influence us? I don't I know. I don't know. Because, like, I want to say knowing that we should just, like, have our top schools and, like, go based on that. But, like, this is going to be, like, two and a half, three years of my life. And so I feel like I should still consider that if I want to. Mm -hmm. Um, Obviously, like, I'm kind of just waiting to even, like, think about that after getting even just, like, responses of what Mm -hmm. I'm going to be able to choose from. Hopefully any at all would be great. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Because I guess, like, starting off just, like, a year from now, I would hope to be in PT school at any one of the five programs I apply to, but also, um, I don't know, like, if I got into, like, let's say theoretically I only got into, like, my lowest choice school, I'd still maybe go just because I think that waiting another year and going through the whole process again would be would horrible. be just horrible, and, like, I think at the end of the day, I've heard from a lot of PTs that it doesn't matter where you go to school, or, like, you can make anywhere feel like home. like home, and you'll get used to any program that you go to. So, and like in that sense, I, I do think I'd be like, okay, For both of the interviews yeah. that I've been to, the staff have all seemed great. Like, the faculty, the students, like, no one has said any bad things about their program. And, like, they all, like, kind of convinced me a little more of, like, why I should go there. Yeah. And, like, in the past, having, like, just an application, I was like, I want to go to these two schools. I don't care about everything else. Yeah. So, but, it's definitely a little more, makes you a little more open-minded going to these interviews, seeing what they have to offer, just kind of, like, being more realistic and saying, this wouldn't be the worst place for me to go. Mm-hmm. Um, and we haven't even interviewed at our top schools, so, like, maybe we'll go there and kind of be like, this is more even than I thought, or, like, I don't know. Um, but I think that the biggest things that are unknown would be not knowing if we're going to be together, and then, obviously, like, the implication... I guess, like, YouTube's another big unknown. Mm-hmm. It's something that we've been able to... It was an unknown. It was an unknown in high school, and then we made it pretty. We made it work pretty well throughout college, and we've made it pretty, like what it is now. I guess is like it's just kind of like it is what it is right now. We're pretty solid on where. I'm honestly surprised how we're well at. we've been able to keep up with it in college. I agree, considering like we are Go about us. to like this is our last year of undergrad. We're finishing, and I see and no graduating issues, in May. You know, with the rest of. The school year, it and continue as normal. I remember, like, at the beginning of college when he actually decided to continue doing YouTube in the first place, I was like, this could easily die out, and, like, we'll just stop, like, later when people don't care as much. And so I've also realized just kind of, like, the amount of work I've put into this channel and kind of just, like, to not give up on that so easily and just, like, yeah. fight a little harder, make it keep 
working and stuff like that. So I think that's been a good challenge and that's why I'm more open to I may not know where I'm going to be in a year with YouTube or anything with well, either TC2 or Megan and Sierra. I think with Megan and Sierra, that's more clear cut to see where that goes. I can see that easily transitioning into, you know, grad school kind of life stuff because they're, like right now it's pretty much undergrad stuff. So I feel like that's a pretty smooth transition. I think it'd be interesting if we were at different schools, obviously, and we, you know, would have yeah. different videos, maybe posting separately, but could be interesting also. And then... Like, TC2, it would be a question. Because Maggie still has, after this year, she'll have two years left of undergrad. And so it becomes a question more so of, like, is there anything new we want to reevaluate? Do we just want to keep going with how the videos we're doing and stuff like that? Well, is the it other working thing, to just, like, get together? The biggest thing to reevaluate is how often we'll be able to get together. I know grad school is going to be a, a much whole different. different beast in terms of workload. And we have no idea how far we'll all be from each other. We could all be in three completely separate locations. But at the same time, I always have faith that, like, you can prioritize anything. Yeah. I do think that while grad school is, like, literally going to be so much more work, that doesn't mean that there's not, like, a weekend to get together that, mm-hmm. that we couldn't get together and pre-record like we do right now. Yeah. You know? I get that. I just think it'll be more stressful doing so. Yeah. Uh, but what could be nice is if, you know, DMU is in the mix, that would make us a lot closer. Yeah, and then makes things a little easier and less of a time DMU constraint. DMU is in Des Moines. We're from Des Moines, so that's So it wouldn't be the worst place to live because then Maggie's also, like, Ames is only 45 minutes from Des Moines, and she's also from Des Moines, so if she were to be coming back or anything, um, then that'd be good. I certainly, like, ideally, I, let's see, what I'm trying to think of, like, different, like, St. Ambrose is, like, two and a half hours from Des Moines, Creighton is, and UNMC are... Two, two hours. hours, so nothing like that crazy far. I did that on purpose because I don't want to go mm-hmm. that far for grad school if I can control that. And then DMU is obviously right in Des Moines, so two and a half hours is the farthest I would be, but like that'd be plenty long of a drive if like we are planning on getting back together and making stuff work mm-hmm. because the hour and a half drive right now is already kind of a max. <laughs> yeah, especially since if we have to like drive separately then that'd be another thing oh my gosh oh, we have a car that you just thought of that's yeah. what i just thought of we might have to get another car like in the spring yeah so it'll be kind of interesting if we like go to the same place i mean i think we should get cars or, anyways then we're gonna have to like if we were to not go to iowa <clears throat> and like i don't know if we'd be together or not but like we'd have to move apartments i know we'd be God, in a new, i love our apartment yeah and like I'd have to decide, like, in Des Moines, for example, what would be so hard for me to decide is, like, Des Moines University is more, like, downtown I think I Des would Moines. not live downtown. I don't think I'd live downtown, well, but I don't I'd think I... consider it. I don't think I could justify living, like, in West Des Moines. I was thinking maybe, like, Johnson or Urbandale. That's expensive. Well, there's some, like, just out of college places, I'm sure. So, that's been another thing I've been, like, trying to think about of, like, where would I live? Because, like, Des Moines, as far as, like, metros go, it's the biggest one that Iowa has. So it's, like, pretty big in terms of And so Iowa. when we say we're from Des Moines, we technically are from the suburbs of Des Moines. So going like, downtown yeah. is just, like, a whole hassle. But then it's, because it seems like on a daily basis, sure, being close to the university, not university, I guess it is university, but whatever, um, would be ideal. But, like, I know that none of the stuff that I want to do is, like, there, you know, maybe and I don't. It is. You don't know. I guess maybe I don't know. I honestly haven't been like exactly. Maybe you'll be into the, the downtown nightlife. 
I don't know how yeah, close I guess. it is to downtown. Honestly. I don't know. I just kind of, like, being downtown kind of stresses me out. Maybe I just have to get used to, like, walking and kind of treat it as I do when I'm here where I don't drive that much. But I also just, like, being from Des Moines and, like, knowing just, like, places that I'm more familiar with and that I'm, like, used to or, being like, where in, family is. Then, I don't know, I just kind of like being in that area. At least I think I would. Maybe I would change it up and be like, no, this is like my grad school. Like, this is my next chapter. It's like me in grad school and living. I'm going to live downtown now. Des Moines. Downtown. I mean, it could be kind of fun. Um, Honestly, rent would be a big factor in. Yeah. Rent and like the kind of apartment I could find. I'm always like, I'm someone that's like willing to pay a little more to like have an apartment that I'm like comfortable going home to every night because I feel like that's just important for me. And and hey, you yeah. guys, if you watch our vlogs, we spend a lot of time in our apartments, so it's very important to us. So I get my money's worth. Yeah. Um, as far as Iowa, I mean, that's like, if we go to Iowa, I can see that being like the easiest transition because that would mean we don't have to move. I would be staying in the same apartment. And, and just also like, like just so much would be the same. I'm a huge, like, I love Hawkeye football so much that, like, it makes me sad. Like, you want to like, stay not, here as long as possible. Like, I want to be a student as long as possible. It's funny because you could stay uh, like in I Iowa City. But. Live here. I don't ever plan on, like, living here forever because, like, once I get a job, like, I can just drive back for games. But the idea of, like, being a student and, like, being able to come back, like, every weekend for games where it's, like, if I go to grad school somewhere else, like, I couldn't justify coming back for every single football game. But, like, if... I was a student here, I could, and if I am grown up and adult, I can justify coming back every home game if I wanted to, you know? Mm-hmm. So, I'm just kind of like, I'd be sad missing out on that stuff. Yeah, just because I was also, like, the biggest sporting school, I guess, we applied to, so it's like, I couldn't really, like, get too into another yeah. program. I also don't know if I'd want to, like, I'm a big I'm hockey, a hockey fan. fan, so. Uh, but, like, every other school is not, like, big in sports, so. Yeah. I would miss out on that aspect. Gotta be flexible, I know, and like there's gonna be pros and cons to every school that we applied to. So I don't know. I'm trying to think of like what else like could I consider as far as like one year from now, but like well, you so have a dog? much. No. One year from now, no. Maybe less than two years from now, yes. Well, I don't know. I think it'd be weird getting a dog together. Like if we were to happen to go to the same school and like we got a dog together. Let's who say would, okay, who you would live get by the yourself. Dog? Oh, also, that's another thing. If we move to Des Moines, we're not going to live with family. I know that's, like, something that a lot of people do. Yeah. I have decided against that. I have also decided against that just because, I mean, you guys know our parents are divorced. It just kind of, like, causes a bunch of, like, back and forth hassle. And I don't know. I'm just, like, kind of over that. And, like, we've already lived my own. apart. Like, we lived on our, lived on our own for, like, I just like having, three years. We so. both like having our own place and not feeling like we're kind of, like, just temporarily somewhere else, you know? Um, so that would be my plan, even if we do go back to Des Moines for school, and then any other place that we move to would have to be, like, the case anyways, like, get your own apartment. Um, what was I just talking about? Oh, yeah, pets. If I were to live on my own, I feel like I, not to say I wouldn't live on my own, but, like, I can't imagine myself living on my own, but theoretically, would I get a dog? I don't think I would get a dog until, like, maybe after my whole first year of school. What I just thought about is that when you go on clinicals, you go on, like, really long clinicals, you bring your dog with you, like... <laughs> I mean, I guess it depends to, on if you travel. Like, I know Arizona one guy said he lived with his parents, so his dog probably just stays with his parents. Oh. Uh, that'd be something to consider. It's like, <laughs> hey, watch my dog, please, for... That'd be such a long 
like time away from your dog. Yeah. I'm guessing like, like you'd have to, you'd be have with to take you. it. Yeah. Because for the whole like last year for a lot of programs, it's clinicals. So you just take your dog with you. <laughs> that seems like a hassle. <laughs> I don't know. I guess <clears throat> I'd definitely wait at least one semester, but I also not one to really like push myself to get a dog. I love dogs. But I also realize that they take a lot of time and energy. And I want to be able to give them that time and energy. Yeah. You know? So maybe that'll be a post-grad school thing. Make them the best dog that they can be. Make me the best owner that I can be. Mm-hmm. What else is there to consider in one year? Will you be dating anyone? Um, I'm guessing that that's probably a no, but I guess never say never. I feel like right now I'm just so focused on, like, I have so many, like, unknowns about, like, my future, which, again, doesn't mean you can't, like, even casually date someone or just, like, see what What happens, happens. but I am just kind of, like, I have, like, just so many other things that make it not very, like, not a great time to, like, try and seriously date anyone right now, and I'm just kind of the person that would, like, I would rather seriously date than casually date, and then I'm just like, well, what's the point? (laughs) I don't even know where I'm going to be. time limit on this? I don't even know where I'm going to be. I don't know where the person I might start talking to is going to be. And then it's just like, uh, it's a lot to figure out when it just maybe could be avoided. But I would also say probably, you know, for me as well, for a lot of the same reasons. I would imagine if I don't have a boyfriend, like when I do like a year from now, when I do start grad school, that like once I get to grad school, it'll be like a time of more serious (laughs) for me. (laughs) Time to start seeking out people. (laughs) Just like things will be set for a while again and I'll be older and like approaching an age where I would like to have like to have a serious relationship so that I could like be dating someone for a while didn't we just talk about this (laughs) yeah I think we did (laughs) yeah we did um so I guess that's kind of where I'm on that I don't know if you is that your I mean I guess it's like well yeah duh yeah I mean it's weird I think it's weird to like say out loud like well yeah I'm gonna like start trying to date like so that I can get married at a decent age. But, you know, like realistically, all in all, that's what it's for. So, anything else to consider in the next year? Um, not, I don't think so. I think that there's a lot of unknowns, and we just kind of talked about a bunch of possible options, and we have the no idea we don't know. where we're going to be because that's kind of out of our control. I don't think we'll really get a solid idea until January. Yeah. So it's going to be a while. Um, Eventually a video will be coming out with our whole application process probably. But again, that's going to be much later. It's going to take so much time to get all the clips sorted out. It's going to be annoying, but it's like this is a passion project that I know like we just like have to do and put our time and effort into. And it probably is going to take a long time to edit, but it'll be worth it. Mm -hmm. Hopefully you guys enjoyed this episode. Uh, if you have anything you want to comment, let us know on the According To post on Instagram. Also, make sure you follow us. Check out our merch. Follow oh, yeah. our personal Instagram. support us. Check out our merch. We really think you'll like it. Yeah. And we will talk to you guys next week. Bye. Bye.